And what about you, Lucius? But Lord? Professor Jones and the Diggs. Professor Jones and the Diggs. Professor Jones and the Diggs. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Professor Jones podcast. We are two brothers. Yes, we are. And we love movies. Oh, yes, we do. My name is Dave Jones, and I am the professor. My name is Danny Jones, and I am the Diggs. And today we're continuing in our Harry Potter talk with a, uh, ooh, what a doozy this one is. We got Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1. Did they need to split this into two movies? Probably, actually. But, um, you know, you've, I've read the seventh book, and this is not the strongest tale. I'll tell you that much. So... <laughs> What are you going Spoken for? Spoken like a true politician. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that guy. Where did they find that guy? He looks like I don't know. He looks like every sci fi. fingers. You ever notice he has the twitchy fingers? Yeah. Yeah. He looks That's like every supporting actor for any movie that the sci fi channel has ever ever played. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like those spiders movies or like the yeah, snake movies. I mean what all that good you stuff. Know? He looks Dad was really into that. No, yeah, totally. Absolutely. But that guy, I mean, it's just like he might as well have like B-level actors stamped on his face. Yeah, he'd be the main character. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe you're right. Shorter haircut, mm-hmm. maybe a vest on or something. He kind of looks like, who am I thinking of? There's a guy that he's not. Colin Pee- Farrell? No. He's not the guy that plays Pee Wee Herman, whatever his name is. But he's a guy <laughs> that looks kind of like it. Ray Romano? Oh my gosh, you know who he is? He's the bad guy in Josie and the Pussycats. You know who I'm talking about? I do know who, you, who you're talking about. Unfortunately, I know who you're talking about. I would look it up, but it's not important. <laughs> like, yeah. It's not, but he, No, that guy was the bad guy in a couple other ones, too. Oh, man. Uh, now we're going to have to look at who this guy is. Was he the bad guy in, like, the Shark Boy Lava, or, like, one of those movies, Spy Kids? Yeah, no, he totally was in Spy Kids. He was in Spy Kids. Yeah, Spy Kids. What a movie. Nobody talks about Spy Kids enough anymore. You remember Should've how there were the, the guys Oscar. that were the... Best picture. Th- yeah, best uh, uh, kids movie about spies that year, I would say. Yeah. Um, remember how, like, the Thumbs were the bad guys? <laughs> like... Oh, my gosh. Dude, Spy Dude, the Kids the Thumbs have, like, weird. little eyeballs or something? I, you know, I don't no, remember I'm thinking of Thumb Wars. <laughs> I was I was like prime <laughs> age for Spy Kids. <laughs> yeah, Thumb Wars is great. Uh, I was prime age for Spy Kids. I was in probably like sixth or seventh grade when it came out, 2001. You were no, a Spy Kid. I, I would have been like in eighth grade. I was in like third grade, <laughs> 2010. Oh boy. Why was I so into that? Um, but no, I, I was really excited was, for it to happen. I was like 35. <laughs> Dude, Danny Trejo was in Spy Kids. I don't know if that well, guy's in it. What else is Danny Trejo in lately? I mean, he's in all these weird things now. He's always in stuff. He's in Machete. There's whatever. a lot of actors oh, that here could it have is. gone a Alan lot of different Cumming. directions. This guy, Alan Cumming, he was in... It's not the going I care about. Oh, he was, he was in Goldeneye. Oh, he was in X2. He was the, uh, the apparator. He the was, the, yeah. And he was also in was Son of the, the Mask. He was like the Dark Shadow guy. Yeah, in X2. Anyway, whatever. What's that guy called? Uh, Alan Cumming, way to go. You look kind of like the guy who plays Pee Wee Herman. Scrimjaw. So, no, you, what's his name? I don't know. I, it's Inherit the Potter? guy that takes over as Minister of Magic because he's yeah. apparently a politician that's willing to... Spoken like a true politician. <laughs> it's just I like, love Voldemort in that little 
It's like, why does, why do you have to act like a politician? Nothing matters in, in their government anyway. You could just get appointed to the government position. doesn't even matter. Yeah. It's not like you have to be held responsible and in to this the electorate. One, finally, the government doesn't matter. And this one the finally has fallen. It really, really doesn't matter. Um, yeah. Here, so I'll say this: uh, a good friend of ours, Nash Spence, him and I were talking about Harry Potter um, just this last week. And for the past ten years, <laughs> in the, for the past ten years, and he summed it up better than I think uh, anybody has up until this point. He said that he loves he loves Harry Potter up until book four, and then he stopped liking Harry Potter. And I was like, wow, okay. I didn't realize that. And he, yeah, that's a hot take. It is a hot take. But he said that you wanted to find out more about the wizarding world up until the Triwizard Cup. And it all is great. And the world keeps expanding and it's more and more interesting. But past book four, the world keeps expanding and you realize that J.K. Rowling wasn't necessarily prepared to expand the world past Hogwarts. Yeah. Because once you get into the government and once you get into the day-to-day life of a lot of witches and wizards, things start falling apart. And I think that that's (laughs) a really key component because I've complained a lot about the government and I also think that this movie doesn't take place at Hogwarts at all. And this yeah. is definitely my least favorite one. Like after watching, oh, really? Yeah, after this is watching, your least least favorite one. Yeah, man, I did not really okay. enjoy this movie. I mean, there's parts of it that You're I so hollow. Uh, um, <laughs> it was. I was deathly afraid of. I don't know. Um, but I, I just, man, this is like this is just a very blah movie to me. There's just blase, blase. Yeah, there's just not that much to it, and uh, I mean, mm-hmm. it's fine for what it is. Um, I think that they took the first half of the book, which the first half of the seventh book is mildly entertaining. You're more just looking well, this forward is to one, the next I, bit. I do, I do want to say that I feel like in this movie, it's one of the better ap- adaptations that they've done. I feel like they really went almost like page for page in this movie. I remember when I first saw part one, everything that happened in the book basically happens in the movie. And I was like, wow, they pretty much just followed the exact story. And so I kind of expected that to happen with part two, which we'll talk about. And they divert from, you know, the plot of that in the end. And then, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then I kind of got disappointed. But this one, I don't know if I would say it's my least favorite. But then again, I'm not going to say it's my one, two, (laughs) three, four, five. You know, I, I don't know. It's it's not even in the rankings, really. I don't know. I'd have to really think about that because I feel like maybe one and two. No, I don't know. This, this movie is pretty freaking boring, dude. It is man. And that's the thing. There's a lot, a lot of dead area. And I, you know, I will say that you bring up a good point because it, it does seem like a very good adaptation from the book. Like it does stay pretty close to the core it's a good game of thrones episode yeah but you're just like oh, get on with it let's go get on with it <laughs> also another key component in this one is that they have a new composer whose name is alexander desplat and he's fine i don't know I, the music didn't stick out to me at all the last yeah, one the music was so good and they changed up the guy that's doing the cinematography so there's just two things in this movie that switch from the last one so did those stay the same for both parts uh, you know what? I haven't looked up who did it in the, I'm assuming yes. Cause I think that they Probably. shot this all That's together. So interesting right? changing stuff like that. 
Well, from six to seven, but I mean, there's so many things that change from book to book, right? Yeah. So, but I mean, that's the thing, man, is that when I'm thinking about my favorite Harry Potters, as far as the movies go, dude, number six might be it. Like, I really like Oh my gosh, David. No, I said that at the beginning of the last podcast, though. I was like, maybe the best one out of all of them. And you're like, no. Well, I don't know. I'm just... I'm chewing on this stuff, and they all kind of yeah, suck yeah, in yeah. their own way. <laughs> you know, yeah. I know they're like, all kind of not that good. That's for the thing discovery. is that, like, as we've done this, I've realized that like none of these. We movies... did Lord of the Rings, and we're like, oh man, this might be my favorite thing ever. And we do Harry Potter, and it's like, oh gosh, these kind of these are in the same rankings of Spy Kids. Well, and that's the thing is that like you notice in the Harry Potters that it's not so much that you think to yourself, there are things that are so great about each one of them. There's things that I love about each one of them. It's more like there are certain things that kind of suck about this one. And there are certain yeah. things that kind of suck yeah. about this one. Yeah. So, the bad parts of this are blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And this for you know, and that was a big part of the last one is that I just thought it was shot so well. And the music was so good. It's beautiful. And this one, it's, it's like, you don't have either of those components and the story's kind of boring. The dialogue is meandering. So you're just like, <laughs> what am I supposed to be grabbing onto in this? Can somebody one, you wake know? me up, please. I love this movie in theaters though, because it was such too. a good representation of what happened in the book of what happens in the books. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. You're disappointing somebody always. So David Yates, whatever. It's a good try. Whatever. Yeah. You, you know. Well, how does this one start off? Could. Does it just start off with the Dursleys being moved out? Is that what's going yeah. on? They're yeah. leaving because Voldemort's going to come kill them. Does it? Well, it, no, it starts out with all the really emotional stuff. I honestly think the first 30 minutes of this movie are probably the best part of this movie. Maybe. Like, the whole them leaving the their houses. Ending Hermione's, of this one's pretty fun, though, too. It's good. Oh, yeah, because yeah, Hermione uh, wipes her parents' memories. Obliviates. Yeah. Uh, which, way to go, Stark, Hermione. Lady That's got to be a difficult spell. Yeah, it's got Catalan in there, which is fun. Yeah. And then... And then... Uh, and then some dude. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then Mark. Catalan, Stark, and then some other actor. Bye, Mom. I love you so much. All right, see you, Dad. Bye, Mark. Um, bye, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Mark. Um, but then you got Ron and you have Harry. Yes, you have the Dursleys leaving. And uh, I just feel like it picks up so quick. And you have you have the meeting of all the Death Eaters. You have Snape apparating. Oh, because the Death Eaters. Over there, like, yeah, that, pretty cool shot. That thing takes place, like, right after those intro scenes. Yeah, then it has, like, the Harry Potter, Death Owls Part 1, and then it, like, fades down into Snape flying in the air. Right. Yeah. Right. It's good. Right. And that Death it, Eaters meeting is like really cool. It's really good. I enjoyed that. And who's yeah, the Bathilda Bagshot or whatever her name is? Is it? Yeah. Was it the one Kafilka or Kafilta? Kafilka Fish. <laughs> the Filta Fish. Is it Bethelda or Bethesda? No. It's I think Beth, it's, it's Bethany. It's Bethany Bagshot. No. It's Bethilda Bagshot and she's hovering there just stuck in particular. Petrificus totalis hovering above the table. I mean, yeah. and that's and stiff that's as a board. Tough, you know? a feather, stiff as a board. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's so. If you think about what the Death Eaters are all about, right? Yeah. There's got to be some horrifying stuff going on behind the scenes, and that is just like you know they're just scratching the surface with with what they're probably doing to people. What just do you think they're doing? Hovering above the dinner table while they're all sitting there talking, just knowing she's going to get fed to a snake. Just really messed up stuff. Yeah. 
Wouldn't it have been great if it was just John Voight instead? <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> they bring that back as like a little throwback. John Voight with a South American accent. No, that is a reference. Notice, it's just John Voight with a wig. That's a reference to the film Anaconda in which John Voight with Jennifer uh, Lopez, Ice Cube, Owen Wilson. A lot of people. Oh, Ice Cubes is in that. Is in there that. are a couple ice cubes in there. Yeah, sure. Well, in that time, it was like Ice T, Ice Cube, and LL Cool J. We're all in some sort of scary movie of some sort. Any other mixed up? Any other chill rappers out there? Anybody else uh, with the Sir Mister Freeze or something like that? <laughs> cool off, <laughs> everybody. Chill. <laughs> yeah, nice. Gosh, how would that they be great if there was a rapper named Mister Freeze? It'd be great. You could do it. That's a good call. Well, my rapper name's uh, Vanilla Cone. So that's... Uh, mine's Vanilla Scone. Too close to mine. <laughs> <laughs> why, why do you have to do that? Lead against okay. your back and then Be Mr. cross Freeze. my arms. All right, Be yeah. Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze. That's a cool rap name. I'm chill as a dill in a pill. Oh, no, my I, gosh. I got you are kicked out of the group. <laughs> Clearly over the hill. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, hey. hey, but what were we talking about? The, uh, the Voldemort How's your stuff? day? <laughs> 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 want to talk about anything else other than this movie? I um, played basketball today. I played a game of pickup. First play, jam my thumb. <laughs> <laughs> Is it still hurt? Oh, yeah. It's swollen. Oh, boy. Yeah. Wow. Stinks. I, had a long, I made a three, though. I had a long day. Really? Yeah long day but anyway um what do you think anyway. about voldemort's we haven't talked about voldemort and his plan like he kind of seems like he doesn't really know what he's doing that the thing is is that voldemort is not actually that interesting because no. he's just completely evil and they show him from a very young age just yeah kind there's of no exhibiting like, torn like part about him weird tendencies and stuff and then he kind of gets to the end and you're just like, so he's just evil and he wants to like, you know, claim dominance world, over kinda. muggles. And that's, yeah. that's pretty much it. Like he's kind of just like the Adolf Hitler of this world. I mean, trying to be, yeah, I don't know. It's just like his main thing is being evil though. You know, it's not like, yeah. I feel like what he's doing he isn't care. even trying to like make the world a better place for specific wizards. He's just obsessed with his own power. Yeah. It's he's not like he's evil, yeah. you know, he's not obsessed on an idea of like making everything better or how it should be. He's not like disoriented and like, Oh, this has to be this way. He's kind of just like, I just want to hurt everybody. Yeah, and that's and that's the other thing and is I that the people that go along with it, I think, and that's and that's actually what would be the more interesting part, right? Is that sure you can have a bad guy that's as undynamic as Lord Voldemort, right? He's he's just evil. As Nothing you can do, with him. Just, you know. Yeah. Some some people just want to watch the world burn. You know. Yeah. What can you do? But he like the people that follow him seem just as evil and you're like are there that many evil people in the world that are just like that's why he has like 13 yeah 
But they're like, they all are just in the wizarding community. Like, yeah, let's kill muggles yeah. and let's kill anybody that oppose. I mean, I don't know. I guess it's not Greyback. that unrealistic to say that this is. Something is Greyback that really in happen. this one? Is that Greyback? I couldn't tell. It looks like a different actor. It also looks like he has like women's nylons like over his face and pulled up or something. It's so <laughs> weird. It he, doesn't look at all like he, he did looks like the in guy. The last movie. It looks like what robbers wear on a heist. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah, looks like Jack Black and. Saving Silverman. Exactly. That's exactly what it is, man. That's mm-hmm. totally it. They're like, what should we do with Fenrir in this one? They're like, I don't know, smudge his face up a bit, make it kind of nondescript. Just put a nylon on his face, <laughs> put a sock over his face. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. You don't have to make the sound over. <laughs> I only know Air Force. Saving Silverman, man. Great. Great film. Yeah. Uh, so... Then, but they figure out that Harry's gonna get taken from the get Dursleys after the Bottle. age. Okay, here's another thing. Like, what is with the age enchantment when he turns and they 17, can like sniff they can him or something track like that? Him? Why can't everybody like? Can't they just change the magic on that? Is this like long natural magic that's supposed to last or I don't something? Know. Why is there? He has some sort of. Why is this enchantment wearing it. off, and why can't anybody do anything about it? I don't know. And it seems like why don't they just. Grab Harry. See, that's more of like a, that's just a weird thing. That's more of like a God thing or something. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, why can't they just some power that nobody can control? It's like, well, what, what is happening? Why can't they just apparate to the burrow anyway? Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure that there's logical explanations for this. Oh wait, there's probably not, (laughs) but I'm sure that there might be some explanation for some of this stuff, but either way, maybe we can find one. We could burrow it. But then they all, you know, then they all turn into Harry's and they do the whole run. It's kind of funny. Which is, you meet Dom Hall Gleason. Dom Hall Gleason shows up. Hux in the flesh. Really good in force awakens. Hux in the hairy flesh. No, I don't think think he turns into Harry. It's his wife, Fleur. It's, yep. It's Fleur Delacour. Or future wife. Don't look at me. Fiance. That part's funny. Good for Daniel Radcliffe. There's a couple good things. And the the Weasley twins pop up and they say, look, we're identical. That was was a good bit, too. Don't really fancy this color. Yeah, they have some, they have a couple funny little lines in this. Also, not great lines, too, though. There's a lot of it that seems kind of like, well, yes. You know, you meet Mundungus. What's not to love, baby? <laughs> What's not to love about this guy? <laughs> I love Mundungus. Do you really like Mundungus? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, he Terrible. sucks. He's supposed to suck, but he's also... Yeah, you're supposed to hate him. I think yeah. he does an okay job as an actor. fine. Except I, I for can't one... Base. One of his only... <laughs> he does a good job in the whole movie, except in one of his two scenes. <laughs> <laughs> one of his two scenes I didn't really like him in, but... No, he's really fine. Like I can't really base any. I can't really judge his performance. Get a little on. bit of Mad Eye too. Mad Eye, always good to see Brendan. Um, Mad Eye, di- Mad Eye dies. Yeah, well, yeah, I high. wish they showed. Yeah. Wish they showed stuff like that. I wish that they would have too. But well, and that's the thing is that they show so much from, like the books are supposed to go from Harry's perspective, right? Mm-hmm. And after the fourth movie, they break that rule quite a few times. Yeah. And they show scenes where Harry's not involved. So if you're going to do that, you might as well just, just show it. Mad Eye dying. Just show it. Because it's like, yeah. we wanted to see it anyway. Same with in Deathly Hallows Part 2. You know? Yeah. Show some of the stuff at Hogwarts. Did you watch Deathly Hallows Part 2? No. Yeah, no, not yet. And I haven't seen that one in a long time. I haven't seen either of these in a long time. I think I'd seen this one. I've probably seen this one more than a lot of the other movies. Like 5 and 6, I haven't seen that many times. Three, funny enough, I haven't seen that many times, but for some reason, four... I've seen four a lot. 
four and seven. I've seen this one a lot for some reason. I don't know why. Well, more I power felt comfortable to you, getting up and grabbing to something to eat today and like not pausing it. <laughs> yeah, it's very boring. No. It's awful. <laughs> It's not that bad. We're, no, no, no. It's, it's not. We're, we're, let's see I mean, it. for the listener, like, we're, you know, being hyperbolic about this stuff, but we it's are. not that bad. We love like, Harry Potter. I love I Harry really Potter, do. and all the yeah. movies are fun. They just kind of suck in different ways, so you have to highlight the yeah, reasons well, why they're we, not great. Well, we are here to review. We're here to review. Right. So, right. And we're never going to direct a movie of this magnitude, it. so. Do you want me to open it? Let's open it. You want to talk about anything on the, the flight? That's I mean, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> you know what? Okay, here's the other thing is that Hagrid steps up and he's like, well, I delivered you here, so uh, I'll yeah. be the one to bring you back. And you're like, hmm, maybe he should fly with somebody else though, huh? Maybe not mm, on the motor. A little bit maybe not on the loudest motorcycle that draws the most attention. <laughs> With the most, maybe not with the one that flames through the sky that everybody can see. Yeah, I mean, it's it, a the loudest, right, and uh-huh. sticks out the most. But B, he's riding with the most ill-equipped person out of the entire group. Right? Oh yeah, you're better off with Mondungus. Oh, and Hagrid. also, why don't you just put him in his uh, invisibility cloak? No oh. kidding. I think the book he might be in an invisibility cloak. I mean, that would have been smart, right? Just put him on his broomstick alone with his cloak on. Stand a better chance. He could probably just fly right under the radar. Get there just fine. Hedwig, be fine. Yeah, I mean, the invisibility cloak is a deathly hollow. It's not like Voldemort. It's a pretty awesome thing to have (laughs) throughout the last like four movies. Oh my gosh. Are we going to keep finding plot holes like this? I don't know. (laughs) But they get there. It's a cool sequence. There's a nice moment where Voldemort shows up for a second. I like it. Yeah, scary. I like that a lot. Yeah. The wands connect. I, yeah. I don't like. Yeah. I do like that though, how he's like passed out and his arm just kind of like, like raises and they're immediately connected. I right. like that a lot. No, I like like the feel of that whole scene and how kind of dark it gets all of a sudden. I like that whole thing. I mean, especially when they like cross through the clouds and there's the whole battle going on in the clouds too. I like seeing all that. That's a, that's fun to see. No, I agree, I don't yeah. so much like the bike stuff going through. Yeah, I don't know. It's London. it's surprising how much of a scene it's not. I'm not that interested in though. You know, like uh-huh. I would think okay. I would be more interested in it. But. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but they get back and uh, <laughs> I don't know. They seem they go to the burrow. Yeah, they get to the burrow. Twins have the holy joke, and I think that the holy joke is. Kind of funny. Even in the books, I remember. It's good. It's good humor. I mean, it's a good build up. All right. right. I'm not going to harp on it. It's fine. It's good. Yeah. I think that joke's actually kind of stupid. (laughs) And this is why. (laughs) No, let me retract because it is funny because he says, Uh you know, you have so many jokes that you could make and this is what you go for. And that it's pathetic. Yeah. It's pathetic. It's very good. Do you Uh, like the way that Lupin approaches Harry? Like shoves him against the wall. Yeah, I do. I like that as well. Did you not? David Thewlis. No, I like it. I mean, Dumbledore kind of did that in four. And it's like, it's very weird and abrasive. But in this one, because it's David Thewlis. And he's just, I don't know. It's just better. It's, and there's reason for it. There's more cause for it. Right. In this one. Well, and then when they go outside and Kingsley Shacklebolt points at David Thewlis and he's like, 
Nay, or say the, the last, last thing. last words then. Dumbledore spoke to the two of us. Harry is our best chance. Everybody's like, seriously? Um, no. But, <laughs> really? That little guy? <laughs> He's the chosen one. Uh, yeah, that... Man, Kingsley Shacklebolt. Love that character. I wish yeah, that they, I'd like to see more. I wish there was more of him. You know? A little duel with him. Yeah. Well, because in the book, Watch. he was fantastic. I'm going to stop saying, Watch. well, in the book. This isn't the book. It's the movie. So It's extended. It's extended, though, is what it is. Um, <laughs> no one goes... They, they're going to the wedding, right? The Red Wedding. The Red Wedding happens, and uh, that's, I thought that The King of the North would have lasted longer than that. Ooh, uh, yeah, I thought he was a little... Spoilers! Yeah, no kidding. Sorry. Um, you just robbed some people. Uh, are you going to keep going? <laughs> oh, I just don't have the right answer. I mean, answer. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Uh, keep going Danny I'm so excited for Game of Thrones oh my gosh it's crazy so exciting I mean I just kind of want to talk about that to be honest Spider-Man Home or Far From Home released a couple posters today too oh did they I'm excited for that one I'm unbelievably excited for Avengers Endgame but me too jeez I still haven't seen Captain Marvel man you got to go see it. I mean, I'm not going to say like, oh, you're really missing out. <laughs> no, I know, but I got to go see it. And same with us. I really want to see. Oh, us. dude, I do want to see us. I'm excited about that because it's doing well on Rotten Tomatoes, too. I love the uh, in the trailer for it. it they did the uh, I, got I got five, five on, it. on it, but and it's they, like slowed down and like scary. Yeah, dude, I noticed boom, that, man. Boom, 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 boom. I, tr- I can't find that track online anywhere, though, because I wanted to get that actual just You can't find, I, oh, that, that. Just the track that score. to it. Yeah, because that'd be sweet, I bet man. when they release the score. Maybe they score, will. That'll be on it. Yeah, yeah. I'd imagine. Anyway, uh, there's a wizard wedding, and it looks like a pretty nice event. I do like that they, you know, like that's showing what wizards can do, is that they set up a giant tent and everything looks they amazing. Yeah. What is that? What? What, what are you waving Luna your hands for? Love good. When they show Luna and her dad dancing and they're doing like the weird hand thing. Oh, man. And you're just like, you guys are. <laughs> I, I never, I'm not a bully, really. But I may go so far to be like, you guys are freaks. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been much of a bully, but I would make fun of them. <laughs> no. Yeah, um, I would be like, get away from me, freak. Jeez. Why are you dancing <laughs> like that? <laughs> <laughs> that's that is a thing to say, man. <laughs> you don't love good. Hey, um, hey, but no, Xenophilius uh, is the guy's name, and the actor is named Reese Ifans. What the do you guy think with the about, wonky eye? Yeah, what do you think about Reese Ifans? I don't know. I was just looking at his wonky eye. <laughs> he is he is the the roommate in Notting Hill. And he's oh. also the kicker in the replacements. And he was. Oh, dude, also... I was thinking about the old guy that. Sorry, I got way off track. Oh, no, no, the not old the old guy, guy that Harry sits down with. Yeah, Harry has a conversation with an old guy. That no, questions... I love that actor. Yeah, the guy. You like Reese Ivins because he was also in. I love him. Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. And he was the bad guy. Uh, he's pretty good. Yeah, he was. Oh, yeah, he was the bad guy in the Amazing spider And the thing is, Amazing Spider-Man, which I think we'll talk about a little bit more in the future. It wasn't the greatest movie in the world, but I feel like it did well enough to set up for a second. 
and then the second really just blew it. Yeah, no, it did. You know what's it's awesome? A hot take, but in Amazing Spider-Man Two, though, what the theme from Electro's intro when he like shows up in Times Square or whatever and goes yeah. off. The score oh, yeah. is so amazing. It's Hans yeah. Zimmer, and he just goes off. Um, yeah, I just wanted those to be good. I know the amount of tangents in this podcast is truly speaking to how much we want to talk. Well, about. this is Deathly Hollows, dude. It's just see. The reason why we're starting to go on tangents is because after this point, there's nothing for like. There really an isn't hour. that much to talk about. It's they like go to the ministry and do that whole little thing. Yeah, it's like they they leave, they knock out some Death Eaters, they go invade the ministry. Ron gets pissed and leaves, and then they're in the woods for a while. They go to Godric's Hollow. Up until like Godric's Hollow, that's kind of where I would like resume things a little bit. Yeah, because not much happens. Back up. Yeah. But any anyway, Reese Ivans is good in this. I, I think he's fine. Um, I don't think that now, he's good in the end, man. I mean, yeah, he's a talented actor. Yeah, good on them for getting him. Yeah, he 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 seems like an actor that just didn't really break in the way that he should have. And then, like, I feel like that Amazing Spider-Man was that like real opportunity, and it wasn't that great or something. And so maybe he just hasn't really been given as many opportunities lately no yeah i can agree i'd root yeah. for reese iphon so he's good he's so funny in the replacements he's one he's like the best oh character he's the, yeah he's movie. the best yeah um but but then uh, so, so this funny is, he looks outside the window and the reason why he's actually freaking out isn't the death eaters but there's just like three mob guys <laughs> standing outside <laughs> of his window with like a baseball bat <laughs> oh dude that's great great reference and then it, it goes, goes to the greatest game ever played where there's a couple aristocrats <laughs> <laughs> That's such so, tall hats. That's going from a reference to the replacements where the oh, kicker is afraid of the mob bosses played, man, taking the him money out at the he, end. The yeah. Dead. And then the greatest oh. game ever played. We should just talk about the greatest game ever played sometime. No oh, theme or anything. So good. Let's just do that movie. I would love to. It's, you want to know the, the greatest movie ever made? Greatest game ever played. <laughs> that movie is so good. I can't help but cry. Even thinking about it, I'm tearing up right now. I'm starting to right <laughs> Yeah. It's like Miracle. Oh my gosh, dude. I've been thinking about showing Miracle in my U.S. history class because it's just like, I mean, you know. It's part of our history, man. I know. I'm only, you know, it's like you only get two movies a semester, probably, is the most that you should really do. Am I willing to burn that second movie on Miracle? Probably not. But yes, it's yes. great. <laughs> it's I a would. good movie. I would. Um, it just doesn't quite capture the era as much as, because I would totally do it, but it doesn't necessarily capture as many political moments as, as you would like. You know what I mean? So, any, anyway. Does capture Al Michaels. Al Michaels. Very good. Do you believe in miracles? Yes. It's fantastic. Yes, I do. I do because of you, Al. Yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying to get back to the, the plot here. Would you? Would you I'm not. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> um, no, it's okay. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Uh, so, but that's when Sir, or Kingsley Shacklebolt, because Kingsley Shacklebolt is still working in the ministry, and he's kind of the inside guy, and he sends his Patronus to the wedding and goes, mm-hmm. the, the minister is dead. The ministry is fallen. The ministry fallen. has fallen. Yeah. They are coming. And they that is coming. like one of the coolest moments. In, it is. In all of the movies, in all the books. It's one of my favorites, man, because it's just... Everybody's having a pleasant time. Blue Patronus shows up in the middle of the thing and goes, 
Uh, yeah, bad guys are coming. Everything, bad guys are everything coming. Everything is horrible. It's all over. <laughs> like, yeah. every, well, things have been on the edge of being horrible for a long time. Yeah. You know, things have just kind of been right on that edge, and everybody knows it, but they're choosing to kind of ignore it, at least for this one night. And then that happens, and it's like, I'm sure everybody's just like, uh, yeah. Well, okay, life, as we, we go. life as we know it is over now, and the ministry is gone, and there's nobody Now we have to us. fight the snake guy. So, yeah. great. Which... I don't know. Maybe we can save the ministry talk for another time or we've already exhausted it. Um, they go to some, do they go to time or do they go somewhere in England? So yeah, that's, that's when they go to, yeah. They, they I'm assuming they're London. somewhere in London. I think it's just like a, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was almost going to say Times Square and I was like, nope, this is no, <laughs> British. <laughs> New York. <laughs> but yeah. they go to Delaware and, uh, that'd be great. Can you apparate like, Anywhere in the world. Across the ocean. Does it take more energy to go a farther distance? I feel like it'd be like one of those things like Last Jedi, where like you're, the energy would kill you. I don't know. Put a little bubble around your head, or I don't know, go to the moon. Check it out. Yeah. Anyway. Mysterio. Is that what Mysterio does? He has like a bubble head thing. Oh. Like a fishbowl head. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like a fishbowl. You ever read the comics? Oh, not much of a comic reader myself. But the, uh, yeah. and then they go and they knock a couple guys out at a uh, cafe, Big Whoop. Yeah, well, the girl comes over with like a Brooklyn-ish accent. But it's supposed to be in London, which I was, I mean, she could be a college student or something, you know. There's an excuse for it out there, but she's like, what do you want? I don't know. Hi there, honey. What do you want? How you doing? You know, kind of a thing. <laughs> she's hi, hi, how you doing? She's the, uh, now, oh, man, what's the girl's name from episode two, Attack of the Clones? <laughs> you know, the, what do you mean? You know, the, in the, in Dex's cafe, there's like Thanks, the 50s Dex. robot. It's like, yeah. Anything to drink for you, hon? Or whatever. Yeah. But, um, oh, <laughs> <laughs> This might be like <laughs> seriously. Talk about the plot of this movie, Danny. I dare you. <sighs> okay. Um so they're in London. Hi, how you doing, honey? Uh they get the guy in the coffee shop, lock the doors. They're alone. And I do appreciate that. For the first time, these three, they're always talking about it, but there's always there's always somewhere somebody around. They have to go back to their families, they have to go back to school. Something happens. There's a guardian of some sort. These three are now just out in the world by themselves, trying to destroy Horcruxes. And it's a pretty cool thing. Hermione is awesome for packing everything They'd that they could so ever possibly without need. Hermione. Yeah. And you're just like, Ron, you are such an idiot sometimes. Um, come on, buddy. She's great. Um, but anyway, then they do something. They go, is, I mean, don't they like go to the woods sometime? No, they go to they go to uh, Sirius's house. Yes, and we get the little just you they mudblood. He like yells at this time creature. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He gets so mad. Love it. Oh, I love him. I love yeah anything creature and basically Dobby. I really like the when they get Mundungus. 
comes back and Dobby's on the table and is like, and then, and and like keeps pushing creature out of the way, just kind of like fighting for attention. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. No, scene. the house elves are cute. I said cute. You Dang know, it. they're fun. They're cute little characters. It's fun to they have are. in the movie. And there's nothing better than, you know, like a two and a half foot tall, little racist elf walking around. He's great. I know he <laughs> just doesn't care. He hates everything. And he sure yeah. hates muggles. He really does. <laughs> it's great. Traitor Weasley. <laughs> he's like kind of backing out here. Like, gosh, dude. Yeah. And he's like stabbing Mundungus the whole time too. He's like mm-hmm, stabbing him. Yeah. But, uh, but they're there basically for the locket. Yeah. They're there. They discover the, the RAB thing. Mm-hmm. Which know, do they even they, talk about how it's Regulus black in this one? They- yeah, well, they Ron sees it on the door. Oh, and okay. R A B. Yeah, I think that was one of the moments where I zoned out for a while. <laughs> I think I didn't watch this movie. <laughs> I'm, I might not be the best on this one because I was I was having a real difficult time not I staying out off quite my a bit. phone. You know, there was this is one of the few movies that I actually wouldn't pause when I'd get up and go do something. Right, like I'd get up and go. It, make some food and do us- whatever. And I just, usually if we're yeah. watching a movie for the podcast too, I make it like, you know, I'm very yeah, good I'm about watching, putting this. my phone down and just like straight up watching the movie, no interruptions, stuff like that, you know? But this one, I was just like, not this one going on Facebook and I read it real quick. Um, so What's up, Facebook. Yeah. But Mundungus, uh, he shows do you have up. a wall. What? On, on yours. Do you have a wall? My buddy Corey was telling me a story that like his buddy asked him that he's like, Oh yeah. Facebook. Do you have a wall on there? He's like, yeah, that comes with the Facebook. <laughs> yeah. That, he's like, yeah, everybody. Yeah. Does. That's, that's part of the Facebook. <laughs> um, Sorry. That's funny. Um, but essentially he says that now Umbridge has the locket and they find that out very conveniently, but uh, they have to break yeah, into it's just in the, newspapers the right Ministry so. of Magic, which I think is a fun scene. I think that, that the whole process of them breaking into the Ministry of Magic... It feels like it's one of like the big sets of this movie. It kind of is. You know you what know, I mean? It's Unfortunately, because I really don't think it's that great. I think it's, it's unique and it's cool, but it doesn't carry much. Yeah for me it did, you didn't enjoy it that much well i mean it, it's cool and all the little things and um i don't know and, and those actors are okay they're, they're pretty good actually they're i mean they're good they're good actors well, it's got and, that one know. guy from the departed mom it does i'm not gonna be home for supper <laughs> i'm not gonna be home for supper I where were you where were you? I mean, we he's, were there. Where were you? I'm trying to yeah. find that guy's name real quick. I don't know if I can find it quick enough. But he's Richard Herman. He's good. I, I like that actor, and you know the other two are fine. Um, but it, it is kind of it's kind of an interesting moment though because there's this whole scene that occurs, and the three main actors actually aren't present, but yeah. they're using their yeah. own vocals, and that's something that I don't remember that being in the. Um, in the book that you would have to, you sound like yourself. Yeah, you would. Your vo- vocal well, yeah, cords you would don't sound change. like the person you changed. You think into. if everything else in your body changes, well, okay. So here's here's the argument with the polyjuice potion stuff. Second book or second movie, right? They have their same voices when they turn into Crab and Goyle. This yeah. one, they have their same voices when they turn oh, into these I know three where you're people. Going. Fourth one, 
Matt I. Matt Moody, Moody sounds like Brendan Gleeson. And I understand that obviously they're not going to have whoever that guy was, you know, Dr. Who. You're 100% right, though. Hey, do you still got, you still got that guy's name? No, the Doctor Who guy? No. Shoot. Sorry, bud. That's okay. Um, but, I mean, yeah, it's, it's just a little inconsistent to me. And I think that they did it in the second That's one. That's a huge in- inconsistency. It really yeah. is. And they, made, and they did that choice in the second one so that Harry and Ron, you know, the, the two actors, Rupert Grant and Daniel Radcliffe, would still be present in the scene. And they did the same thing Harry? with this one. But it just, it just doesn't make that much sense to me. But I We still it. sound like ourselves. Yeah. There's, they're making a movie, you know, whatever. Well, I I'll it. forgive them. Um, Go with but, it. But, yeah, the Ministry of Magic things is fun. I think that I like the whole, um, you know, the inquisition of this lady and Umbridge is, like, pushing the questions toward her, you know, like, who did you steal that wand from? I all got that it sort from of Ollivanders when I was 11. Yeah. I mean, and it's, it's an interesting... Why are you such a jerk? It's an interesting scene. Um, I, have, I have a hard time believing that they would be able to turn an entire society against people that quickly. I mean, I understand that you can use intimidation and fear and all of that sort of stuff, but it seems like a lot of people are really going along with this. And it's like, were they yeah. showing their true colors or are they just scared or, I mean, what, you know? Cause it's like for the Nazis to do what they did, they had an entire period of time after world war one to like shape a whole generation yeah. into thinking this stuff. You know, it's like, these were, these were ideas that were being spread for, you know, like, you know, 15, 20 years, right. Before these things were actually implemented. Um, so I think that it's kind of a strange scene where it's just like, what did everybody just shift into saying that like mudbloods are now going to be, you know, yeah. ostracized from society. <laughs> like, you know, it, I think it's just trying to say that like the media, like the daily profit and all that just has a firm hold on yeah. everybody. And that's, and that's another, you know? that's another big thing with Nash Spence was talking about is that, you know, you open the world up and it just doesn't quite make as much sense, but you just gotta, you just have to go along with it. You gotta you know, go with just it. It's like, okay, whatever. I guess there's a lot more people that are <laughs> wanting to, yeah. you know, Take out mud bloods. And I'm sure that a lot of it is the intimidation like, and fear and some people showing their true colors, but just seems like a big leap for me. Um, regardless, though, it's a cool scene because Ron is so confused um, as to what to do. And then Harry goes in and he gets the uh, the locket. Because from- I must not tell lies. Does he say that again? Yes, he does, because the polyjuice potion is wearing off. And so he turns back into himself and says, I'm sorry, Professor, I must not tell lies or something. And then knocks her out, steals the, the locket. Stupefy, steals the locket. Right. Yeah. Does a nice Patronus. Yeah. And the, that's a cool scene. You know, you, yeah. you, you're going to get me every time with Expecto Patronum. You know, it's good stuff. Oh, every time. I'm, yeah. I'm always excited. Ooh. Yeah. I think, what's your favorite spell? Crucio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one of the unforgivable ones for sure. Yeah. I think Expecto Patronum is probably the coolest one. When are you going to run into Dementors, David? Well, I'm not saying like what's the most useful, but like, I think practical for you. I'm not saying it's what the your... most practical spell is. I'm saying like what's the coolest spell, right? Yeah, I choose the one where I can shoot a little animal out of my wand. I think but... probably Crucio. For me. <laughs> I know it's torture, isn't it? My, well, I mean, the mind, uh, 
the invading somebody's mind, right? What is Obliviate? it? Obliviate or or no? Uh, no yeah, what whatever. What's the act? What is it? Occlumency. Ikira Evanesca. That's mine. Ikira Evanesca. Ikira Evanesca. Descendio. <laughs> Descendio. Okay. Um. But then, but that I mean that's Ooh. a cool. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is all over the place. Boo. This podcast sucks. <laughs> the uh but they get out. Whatever. Jordan Peele. <laughs> Good job. Movie. <laughs> Let's talk about that. Way to go, man. Help me. <laughs> um, they, uh, this is torture. No, uh then um, Ron kisses no, the lady fine. though. It's a really good movie. It's a fun moment. Don't kiss her though. What are you doing? You got Hermione standing right there. Well, he's just being polite. I don't think that Hermione actually yeah, cared about well, that. He's running around with the other girl, too. Ron and Hermione one. are totally dating at this point, too. They, I mean, that's just they don't like, really make that They don't make that clear in the movies. Well, it just kind of skips over it. It's just like... Yeah, they're, they're just kind of holding hands a little bit. They're together now. You see. And you're like, yeah. okay. And to be fair, in the book, it doesn't really do it either. It kind of just happens like i think it's like a single Do like what? one-off conversation uh well we never find out as to you know information regarding what exactly that. happened but they never really like say like you know they have a scene where hermione and ron confess their love to one another or anything like that it's just kind of a slow burn and then also the next chapter harry's like oh you guys are together and ron's like yep and then you're like okay i guess we're moving on cool uh and that's just kind of no how, communication. Yeah. It's, oh man, it's just ridiculous. These people don't talk to each other. And that's the ridiculous. other thing, man. Cause like, let's, let's go. So they're trying to figure out how to get rid of the, the locket. Right. And they can't go yes. back to Grimmauld's place. And so yep. they have to go out into the woods. And so they're one by one taking the locket and wearing it. Ron gets splinched. Ron does get splinched, which is kind of a wild scene actually, which is kind of cool, which is kind of hot. That no. guy running after them, like doing the, but he's walking the whole time. Right. And then eventually he starts running. You're like, why are you trying to be so cool, dude? I know. Just run yeah, after dude, them. You, you would have caught them. Like you almost did catch them and you were walking. You, sh- you might want to book it because you're going to lose them. You might want to run. That's Harry Potter. That's <laughs> the one kid that you need to get. Well, this is, you know, it's Peter Mullen, this guy. Nice. He's, dude, he's a good actor because he was, uh, he is he's like good. the CEO in um, the second season of Westworld. He's, yep. He has a pretty good thing and uh i guess that's it <laughs> no i'm just looking at his and that's i'm it. looking at imdb yeah. i don't see much guy henry is what's this guy's name pious thickness senator he's pious the, he's the corrupt minister of magic now anyway this is all just oh extreme. guy that's that guy this is all okay. extraneous information that doesn't matter he's some guy henry people <laughs> you might want to hear it people might be interested i mean that, I and i support them these i do uh i think peter mullen I respect that actor. He's good. I like Guy him Henry, a lot, and he does a good job. Jury's still out for Guy. I he hasn't done anything to convince his me. His twitchy that he's fingers bad. are funny when he does his first little speech because it kind of reminds me of me. I do that a lot. Right. I do the little weird shaky fingers thing, and uh, but I'm always curious if that was like a character moment for him that he was trying to be like this guy's nervous, so I'm going to shake my hands, or if that's just like he was an actor and couldn't control his hands, right? Probably because you know. he's nervous. Probably. I mean, we'll think about... He's going from sci-fi to... 
Yeah, exactly, man. He's the been he's been baby. doing sci-fi channel movies for like eight years, and then suddenly he gets put as the Minister of Magic in the new Harry Potter. It's a lot to shoulder. Lots of shoulder, man. But, I mean, think about it, how terrified you would be if you were that guy because you would be, you know, put into a position of power where you are supposed to be the leader of, you know, the ministry of magic. Yeah. Which is one small government within however many <laughs> wizarding communities. But you're Spoken also like supposed politician. to be the representative of Voldemort. Yeah. Doesn't seem like a tight situation to be in. If you screw up, you die. You're like, I'm probably not going to live out the year, to be honest. I don't see... I wish I wouldn't have signed up. <laughs> I wish I didn't live in this country. I wish I wasn't here. Why doesn't everybody I I just my like... cousins, the Bulgarians. Like, why don't they just like, man, looks like Voldemort's got a hold of a... Uh... I mean, does, does Voldemort taking over Europe? Is this kind of just a Great That's, Britain type problem? It doesn't say. You know, you know like, the, like I just said, like... You know, Victor Crumb and stuff, like, yeah, what so are they up to? Bulgaria, right? I mean, so I guess, you know, they're even, they're spreading down. They're spreading pretty far. I don't know. But, I mean, are these people, are they in on it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's all just loose crumbs on the table, man. Yeah, it's just, it's fun. The, uh, but then they get, so they get into the forest and... It's, you know, Ron has the locket on and he gets very angry, right? He does that yep. whole scene. Where he's Teenage like, kind of. You guys forgot 17. I was here, right? You know, oh. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> 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 Hello, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, what, what is that? Hello, baby. Are you doing the freaking Mortal Kombat? <laughs> that was Mortal Kombat. It's like Kombat, Mortal Kombat but... and like Sweeney yeah. Todd mixed together. I'm still here. <laughs> These are my friends. Um. <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, yeah, then he gets all weird and he thinks that Harry and Hermione are cheating. fiddling, possible fiddling, is it, maybe diddling. Yeah, I was going to say, is it fiddling or diddling? I mean, either way. Um, Depends. You know, uh, that would, that would depend. <laughs> you tell me. That would depend that would on, depend on the tribe. That would depend on the region, actually. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, um. No, well, I was going to say something. I had like a freaking Ding good point, but you, Sorry, now I'm you've gone on like tangent. I've gone on tangents. I don't even know what I was going to say anymore. Uh, Ron gets mad and something. Yeah, I'm still a. <laughs> no, that's, the, that's what I was going to bring up. <laughs> yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> People keep trying to say that I'm not still I'm here. Back. Yeah. I'm still here. I think, I think I'm still here. <laughs> That's a people keep asking me if I'm back. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Keanu Reeves. I haven't seen. He's had a big week. I haven't seen John Wick in a while. Um, Good movie. No, let me Bill make. Ted. Let me make my freaking Announced. point, man. <laughs> you want to talk about that? <laughs> this is the worst you've ever been. Like you, you are going uh, on more tangents than I have ever heard. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Sorry, everybody, to the listeners. Sorry about that. It's actually, it's amazingly <laughs> hilarious, but I'm surprised I'm the one that's trying so hard to keep things, keep things on task. Um, I know. But Harry, Harry and Hermione are sitting there, like, in the wake of Ron uh, leaving. leaving. And they just have, and like, then... no conversation. Like, wouldn't they just sit there and be like, 
geez, that's crazy that Ron pieced out, you know? And, like, I understand that so many movies take place in the space between moments, right? And so you're not seeing, like, the whole story. But, my gosh, would it be that difficult to have one emotional scene between these two characters where they just talk about... And what Hermione's like, I love him or something like that to yeah. where it's like, God, oh, wow. And your heart breaks and you're like, dang. Yeah. And Daniel Radcliffe's like, well, I like Ginny yeah, or no, something, you know, of us and can it's be like with the person that we want right now. And we're having a conversation. This about sucks. It. So that's why we should dance. But don't just turn on the radio and I don't even remember whatever that song is playing. I I don't remember what song it is, but I, it's and it's kind of Daniel Radcliffe is going about it in kind of a weird way. Um, how do you he feel about Hermione in this? She's doing pretty good. I think. Well, I'll talk about that later. And well, I know because I'm kind of on the same lines. Um, but there's certain <laughs> uh, like that scene. I don't know if she knew how to how to act that one out deal with that well yeah. who does know how to act with daniel radcliffe <laughs> dancing like that <laughs> you you're see wrong. some guy dancing like that you're like Ooh, you man yeah I, it would make me very uncomfortable if somebody was dancing next to me like that yeah well, i mean i don't know he's just he's just a guy dude <laughs> <laughs> it's just a just a movie dude He's just a guy, dude. <laughs> He's just a guy, dude. Um, was- but yeah, I do think Hermione is is killing it in this one. I agree. Emma Watson is as you know, she's come a long way throughout all the movies. You know, you've seen her. Well, and I thought that she was going to pop acting. more. You know, what does that mean? Like her career that she would oh. get bigger. <laughs> <laughs> What are you trying to say? Oh my god! No, she was in Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, and it wasn't that bad. She's not very good in Beauty and the Beast, though. There goes a baker with the baker baking. I just think that there, there's more to her than that provincial life. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> but then they decide to go to Godric's Hollow, and the Godric's Hollow. Like I said, is, are we skipping anything here? That's about it, right? You see them. I, like, there might be some other Voldemort stuff. There's the dreams Harry's having about Voldemort and Grindelwald, and and that's the thing is all the Grindelwald stuff is really skipped over. Also, I remember in the seventh book, like it's still easy to like throw stuff like that in, but even like I like the seventh book a lot, but it does seem like a lot of this Dumbledore and Grindelwald and the Deathly Hallows is just so much content that JK Rowling was just like, shove it all in there. Oh, like we have to wrap this up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll just throw it all in there and then they'll destroy, they'll destroy like eight Horcruxes and like a hundred pages and we'll call it good. You know what we'll I mean? Call it a day. Yeah. And so it, it does get rushed and there's a lot of information. Um, I think that the Grindelwald stuff, there probably could have been a more simple solution to all of that. Yeah. Uh, as far as no, the I Elder agree. Wand and stuff goes, but it's, I mean, whatever, you know, it, it works. Um, in the movie, I don't it think. It does work. I don't think that the Grindelwald stuff plays out as well in the movie. It just doesn't I think seem it, important at all. It doesn't, no. It really seems beside the point, and it's just kind of It's like, because of that lady, the one lady. It's like, lady, you're scaring us. The one at the wedding that's talking, and she's like, oh, she kind of interrupts. The conversation Harry's having, mm-hmm. she's like, well, you don't know anything about Dumbledore, do you? And she kind of has that. So anytime you think about like Dumbledore's history, you just see that 
grumpy old lady talking about it, and you're like, I don't even care about it very much. Well, you know what? And here's the deal is that this movie is two hours and 26 minutes. I don't know. Deathly Hallows. Let's it see. ends at like 2.16. The credits are okay. like 10 minutes. Oh, and Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2 is only 2.10. But still, they're taking you know around four and a half hours to tell the story of this one book. Yeah. Yet, like, there's still not enough information that they have thrown out there involving the Grindelwald stuff and, you know, the Dumbledore stuff, which is not that important to me. I don't think that they should have spent more time on it. But it is an important part of the If this movie's going to be, you know, two hours and 15 minutes, uh, maybe let's sprinkle a little bit more of that in there and cut out. I don't know. There's just... I mean, I don't know what they would cut out, but this There's movie some stuff is you can cut really out dragging. One, definitely, this movie. I mean, this movie drags, dude. Yeah, it's yeah. When it got to by the, the time you get to them before Godric's Hollow, and they're sitting like up on the rocks, you know what I mean? When they set up camp in the kind of like, like rocky area, that's when I really started to check out. I was just like, oh my gosh. Well, you get to like after Godric's Hollow, and maybe when Ron comes back, and there's still like an hour left, because I paused it, and I was just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. There's still a lot yeah, of this thing even left. More. <laughs> like, but uh, it, it does move after that, though. It does. It does. Yeah, it does. Well, so let's get, you know, Godric's Hollow. What do you, you got anything to say about Godric's Hollow? Um, I thought that... I've always... You go ahead. No, I think it's it's a touching scene. It's cool to see Harry go back to where his parents were. Um, you know, a lot yeah. of this stuff plays out so much better in the book, but uh, I think that they did they did a decent job of bringing that back. And you get to see the is it the Peveril brother that they see the name? I'm getting Pevensey from Chronicles of Narnia stuck in my head. I um, don't know, but yeah, the Peveril brother's grave, whatever. But then they go into the house, and there's the creepy old lady that turns out to be. I like the Nagini. I like the moment between Harry and Hermione standing by the grave. I do like that moment a lot. It's touching, and then he does like the Merry Christmas, Hermione, and she's like Merry Christmas, Harry. Yeah, I always liked that. And there's like so, like a choir singing in a church, kind of brings you back to the real world a tiny bit. Yeah, it's like, do you um, think my parents would be there? And then and it's like no, they're magicians. They no, weren't religious. <laughs> yeah, they were. Yeah. <laughs> they were. But then you have who's that old lady? <laughs> yeah, you have. They a, were lighting Merlin shrines in their house. Um, oh, jeez, David. I mean, what? I, I would love to know the religious implications of you know what of the wizards. Wizards, you know, like what do they? Do they believe in anything? I mean, do you believe in magic? It stands to reason that they might still just believe in normal religions. You know. Yeah. I don't think that the belief no, yeah. in Christianity really has any effect on the wizarding world. As would, Although it doesn't talk too much about magic. Yeah. <laughs> you might still. Yeah. But I mean, think, you know, yeah, I would think that the Quran or the Bible are all very applicable to the magical world just as well as they are to ours. Yeah. So crayons and markers and anything you want. <laughs> Making a pun off of the holy book of Islam. There I know. <laughs> that's kind of messed up. Sorry about that. No. Sorry. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's fine. Um, and, but yeah, the scene's fine. The lady turns into a snake. It's Nagini the whole time. It's Nagini the whole time. She doesn't say a word. When she does, she's speaking <laughs> in parcel tongue. Looks like me on Mondays. Mm. That's today. <laughs> Monday's your day off. I like Mondays. But yeah, she turns into Nagini. There's a nice little fight. They they bust through the wall into like a child's room. The whole house is creepy and dark. Is it supposed to be Harry's old house? I remember I I thought that that was Harry's old house, but maybe not. 
been a while since it I read the seventh could book. Could be. It probably is because yeah, there's like a crib and stuff, and like kind of looks like the room it, that they flash back is it to. Something to do with Grindelwald too. I don't know. But why is the light on? Why is it like so well kept and clean? It's just weird. I don't know. Again, I probably would have known this if I were paying attention better. But I and was, too bad they didn't kill Nagini here. Obviously, they needed the. the well, sword they didn't have the sword of Gryffindor but, yet either. Yeah. So but, well, they didn't have the sword of Gryffindor yet. Well, they didn't have the sword of Gryffindor, so. Well, you see, when the sorting hat arrived in Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> so he. I don't know. They get out, man. Like, whatever. <laughs> Jordan Peele. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the thing is, is that, like, we're talking so much more about it than we would be because we're just, like, not focused. Oh, it's hilarious. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, but the, the they get- window explodes. They apparate. Yeah, and they barely... They disapparate or apparate? It's apparate, yeah. They're back, and that's pretty much just when Ron shows back up, right? Harry goes out and he sees. Well, yeah, Harry's Patronus, wand's broken. The best, spell. and then he's sitting there. This is probably <clears throat> the better part of the movie. This scene, yeah, I like him walking through and and breaking through the ice and all that stuff. It's pretty. No, yeah, interesting. it's nice. It's a nice scene. It's very, yeah. yeah, but Harry goes down and then Ron saves him, right? And then yeah. Ron destroys the Horcrux, which is a pretty cool scene. I think it's fun. Well, it gets the Sword of Gryffindor, which we didn't talk about. Harry was supposed to get right. with the minister. Yeah, because but it was, uh, Rufus Scrimgower, the original minister. Scrimgower, Scrimsies. Who is played by that Scrimmers. one guy who's great. Yeah, I'll find his name. The guy from uh, from uh, about, Love Actually. About time, yeah. And uh, yes, I feel it, I feel in, it my in my fingers. fingers. Sorry I to get feel it in my Bill Nye. That's right, Bill Nye. It's N I G H Y. So I don't know exactly oh, wow. how to pronounce that. I think it's Nye. He reminds me of another another guy. He's good though. He's guy. also in Underworld and he's in About Time. Yes, he is. And he yes, also he plays 99 Souls. That guy. Does he really? Yep. He plays Davy Jones. I don't so much mind that second second one. Well, what's that one's called? Dead Man's Chest? No. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I think it's, I think it's, yeah, no, no, it's, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales or no, Dead Man's no. Chest. It's Dead Man's Dead Chest. Dead Man's Chest, then At World's End, and then I Am Of No Use for the, the other ones. Me too. I have no idea. The other ones just, I, I don't even know. The fourth one is Ian McShane and he's playing Blackbeard. Penelope Cruz. With Penelope. Is she really in that? Is that her? She's in that. Wow. Yeah. They're Penelope like, Cruz. maybe if we just get who's like an extremely attractive older actress. She's Let's toss her probably in there. my number one celebrity crush, to be honest. Really? Yeah, I think Penelope Cruz is. Mine's Salma Hayek. <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think of somebody that looks kind of like Penelope brothers. Cruz. Um, but I don't know. I I always say Kate Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale, yeah. But <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Um, Who is it? Tell me. Five, four. I don't three. know. I would always say uh, Kate Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale, but I don't. I don't really know. Or, who my uh, other or uh, 
Rachel McAdams. Ooh, Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams in Wedding Crashers. I'd yeah, say. that's specific. Who's like the most attractive character ever? In Wedding Crashers? No, no, no. Just Bradley like in Cooper? anything. Oh, uh, wait, what do you mean? Okay. Like, it, you know, like, obviously it's the attractive. I'd probably the- say Penelope Cruz. To me, Penelope Cruz in Blow. <laughs> it's me. It's for me. It's Penelope Cruz in Dead Man's. I have no idea. That's a tough question. I would have had to consider it more. Beyonce, gold member. Easy. Ooh, that's Elizabeth Hurley in uh, Austin Powers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Is this a good segment to be doing? I don't know. I don't think so. I really, I feel so uncomfortable right now. Like, probably. I just don't. Yeah. I think we should move on. We should probably even cut that. I don't know. We'll have to see. <laughs> I don't know. But um, Bill Nye, oh yeah, so they show, Bill Nye shows up, and Rufus Scrimgour, excuse me, he shows up, and he reads the last will and testament of Dumbledore, and Dumbledore gives um, Hermione the tale of the Beetle Bard, and gives Ron the... Um, the Deluminator. Deluminator. And Harry, his snitch, his first snitch. And it also says that he's supposed to give... he's a snitch. He's supposed to give Harry the Sword of Gryffindor, but... Snitches get stitches, dog. Nobody knows where the Sword of Gryffindor actually is. And so yeah. then, now, the Sword of Gryffindor just shows back up. In a lake that they randomly apparated close to. Did Dumbledore, like, send it there or something? Is that what it is? He had to. Or is it, yeah, he had to. Again, I should have read this. Man, I should have read this entire, like, 700-page book before this podcast. Today. (laughs) But, um, I I can't remember this stuff. Uh, but either way, Ron shows up, kills the, uh, kills the Horcrux, and that's when you get that kind of risque shot of Harry and Hermione, like... That's kind of hot. Did they... Um, for the purpose of this scene, do they need to be unclothed? No, I think it, they just needed to be, like, kissing or something. Yeah. Or just, I, like, close, holding hands, doing something, but not, like, completely naked. Yeah, it's just, like, it know. just, like, annies it up a lot. It's weird. Like, Whoa, okay. And the aesthetic of it, like, just the look of it is kind of, like... I do like Hermione saying like, all that stuff to Ron, though. You know, I thought you were gonna say, yeah, it's. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Hermione, though. I mean, I didn't mind seeing. No, um, I think that that's a fine. Yeah, I think I think good. that that's a cool moment. Like, how could you ever compare to the great Harry Potter? You know, let's we're moving on past it. We're moving on past, buddy. Oh, we just got to get through. Gotta get through. (laughs) Horcrux is dead. Whatever. And then Ron apologizes and he says that there's a little glowing light in his chest or something that guided them back. Turns out it was pretty much just Snape. Um, Or no, no, no. The Deluminator helps him find his way back to them. But Snape was the one that was guiding them with. Yeah. So Dumbledore must have sent the sword there. And then Snape was supposed to help them find it at that point. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. So oh my God. Maybe Snape did it all. I don't know. Could have. Probably. He could have. He could have. Uh, Maybe. But then they. Oh, and then they go see Xenophilius Lovegood to find out more about the Deathly. Deathly about the, the sign, right? Because they don't yeah. know what the Deathly Hallows are. They just know that that is of. 
particular interest, right? Like that sign is drawn on there. And then also, um, Xenophilius Lovegood was wearing it. And so they go to figure that out and Xenophilius Lovegood is acting strange and Luna is gone. What did you think of the story and the animation? So that's the thing. I, I do really like this. I like the way that it's cut. I like going to the crows outside the window and then it flows into this weird thing and, and Emma Watson narrating it. And then at the very end of it, there's a bunch of birds in the sky flying and then it like it somehow transitions right back into the window. It's pretty flawless and I, I enjoy the tale. It's a it's super dark for an animated short. You know, I think when you kind of picture a little animated short, you're like, oh, this is going to be fun. What is this? But then the guy like hangs himself, you know, and there's all that and like the slitting of the throat and all that stuff. And you're like, wow. So I I enjoy it. That's honestly I'm not going to say it's my favorite scene of the movie, but. It's a highlight of mine. Like I stopped today and watched that whole thing because I was just like, oh, I like this part. I think it's an <clears throat> I, I, I like it, too. Um, but I can't help whenever I watch it thinking, wow, this is a gutsy pull, you know, just to yeah, suddenly throw it to move. like this whole animation that is, I don't know, like three and a half, four minutes long or something like that. I don't yeah. know how long it is. Um, and, you know, a it's kind of strange to throw it to a strange animation. Right. But. B, like the stylistic choice of it is quite strange as well, right? It's an interesting animation that they go with. Um, But it worked well. I thought that it transitions well, and it's an interesting little scene. Um, And, you know, I think that had they just shown Xenophilius Lovegood telling the story, it wouldn't have resonated with the audience as much, and you wouldn't understand. There had to be a way to condense that information and get it to you in a way that you'd understand it. If it, if you just had somebody talking about it or reading the story, you wouldn't really comprehend what happens. You'd probably check out in that moment and be like, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, cool. There's a invisibility cloak or something. Elder wand. Cool. But you don't really understand. Right. Right. Yeah. So the point of the story. Yeah. It definitely, you know, it helps you out with an assist there. Um, it's good. Yeah. And then they get, and so then they find out that they're like, something's wrong here. Then right? the mobsters are outside the window. Yeah. Yeah. The mobsters are hanging out. <laughs> oh man. It's so yeah. true. He's actually like got that thing going on for him. Yeah. Um, so nervous. It's yeah. But he uh, has sold them out and now yeah. there's some death eaters that are coming to get him. and they get there, but the kids make it out pretty quickly and they avoid something terrible pretty, pretty easily. Right. But then they apparate straight into something else terrible. Exactly. They apparate back and boom. Snatchers. The Pikeys. And then my least. Not for me, though. It's for my mom. My least favorite character in the entire movie appears. That dude that is just dressed. Like, oh, yeah. You know who With this, the red hair. You know this and guy? The, he yeah. just, like the hair and the look Hello, about beautiful. him. I just, I can't stand him. I have no. I don't like him either. I have no he logical. It seems like he doesn't fit. I have no logical explanation for this, but I just don't like him. He seems like he doesn't fit in this universe. Yeah, he seems out of place. That entire band of cronies, that entire band of snatchers, are just like I don't know. Fenrir Greyback's a different actor, or some. It's not even. I don't know what is with that guy, but he just looks like somebody took an iron to his face. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and then you got, I don't know, cornrow guy that looks like the dude from daredevil, the TV series. I don't even remember who you're talking no. about now. 
I don't. I don't really either. <laughs> um, I don't care. <laughs> but that that guy, he he looks he he looks like he should have been playing the lead singer of the band from the fourth book. Yeah. Learning to rock oh, yeah. and roll, rocking like a crazy elf. Can you dance like a hippogriff? Na 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 na. It's stand up and shout. Steel Dragon, man. You know what you do. <laughs> oh my gosh. We should talk about Rockstar sometime. That's a, I'd love to talk about Rockstar. Yeah, it's Rockstar Month. Remember? Rockstar, yeah, almost famous, idea. Bohemian Rhapsody. Get some good Bohemian ones. Bohemian Rhapsody. It's um, a really good call. But so, yeah. Anyway, aside from that guy, they catch them and they do like this crazy chase through the yeah. forest. And it's actually a pretty sweet looking chase. It's another big set piece that's pretty well done. Can't they get together and apparate though? Like, I don't know. Ugh, I guess I they'd know. get separated if they apparated individually. So they got to do it together. I don't know. Don't you think they'd have like a spot? Couldn't they like as soon as they saw the snatchers join hands? Pew, or wouldn't gone. they say like if something bad happens, we just apparate to like Notre Dame in Paris or you know just like whatever you know yeah. just some landmark? Yeah. And they're like if something bad happens, that's our meetup, right? And so as soon as yeah. that happens, they're all like, oh, go, you know, and then they Bye. just all apparate. Seems like a pretty I don't logical know. escape plan, doesn't it? Well, you know, I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. But then they get... They get it didn't happen. Yeah. They get captured. Then they get caught, and they get taken to the Malfoy Manor. Yeah. Which is a crazy scene, because then Bellatrix Lestrange enters, and immediately you're put at ease, because you're like, oh, thank goodness. There's a thank fantastic actress. <laughs> We're back, baby. We got somebody good that's really working. We got Jason Isaacs, and everything seems a lot better when you get into the Malfoy. Manor. It does. You got her torturing Hermione. Yeah, and the torture Hermione. And that scream, scene is Hermione. Rough. It's good. Well acted. Yeah. Well acted by Emma Watson. And support that. something later. She does for you, that isn't like. It? What do you mean? <laughs> I'm just making you sound so. I know. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't I mind Emma Watson. Yeah. Well, yeah. Then you got Looney Lovegood, and you got Ollivander. You got the little. Oh yeah, Luna's there, and Ollivander. The shower. Wait, Ollivander's there. Yeah. Hey, you just got John Hurt. Yeah. What? It's not all. Ollivander's not there. Isn't he? I can't even remember. <laughs> he is. He's downstairs. All right. I heard myself today. Johnny Cash? Yeah, I don't know. Are you hurt. singing the Eric Whitaker version? Ooh. One of my favorites. <laughs> 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 what? That's <laughs> well, like thirty seconds of this podcast. We're so bad. Like, oh, incoherent sentences coming. We're getting back to it. Yeah, we're getting. We're getting back to. We're getting back in the get groove. Back, get dude. back. Um, but they, yeah. So they take them and then they pull them. Did Bellatrix Strange knock all take all those guys out? Already, 
Yes. She, so yes. she takes all those guys out, which is a cool scene. Because she sees the sword. Yeah. yeah. I like I like that. I love, I mean, I love anything Bellatrix-wise, because Helena Bonham Carter is so great, and it sucks that she's yeah. gotten so stuck in, like, the Tim Burton stuff. I wish that, I wish that there, were, there was more she was doing with her career, because I think that she is a very great actress. Um, yeah, me too. But... They, they yeah. Then they all go downstairs and they talk to um. What's that goblin's name? Grip Hook. And yeah, good good pull. Yeah, Grip Hook's there, and you got Worm, Grimer Worm Tongue. Worm Tail. <laughs> worm Tail's Worm Tongue. Worm Tongue. Worm Tail. Worm, worm Tail's there. Worm Tail doesn't die, does he? No, because in the book he dies there. He. Be- Why didn't they have him die? That'd I don't so know because cool. he betrays Voldemort, and there's something that he does there, like he assists them getting out or something, and he betrays Voldemort, and he chokes himself to death with that hand that Voldemort gave him, and that's the way that I remember that. Yeah, that's the way that Wormtail dies, but I can't remember exactly how that went in this movie. But Owns I guess the he did. I guess he didn't die. Um, was a blue ticket, but. They pretty much get upstairs and they kind of get caught again. And then yeah. Dobby just kind of comes. I like, I like Bellatrix, though. This, that's one of my favorite things about Bellatrix. They disarm her, Expelliarmus. They get her wand out of her hand. And then all of a sudden it cuts, cuts, cuts. And then she's holding a knife to Emma Watson's, to Hermione's neck. It's like she's like the one practical person that I see in this magical universe. And I'm like, finally, somebody's like... Just using a knife or something. Somebody's like getting nitty gritty. Yeah, it's like, well, like, okay, you took you took my wand. Well, I'll still slit her you throat. Took my wand. Before I can, you can still do stab something. you. Yeah, you know, I have a gun. It's not in it's, my room. It's not like you have a gun, right? With a no. gun, you probably have a chance of killing her before she can actually harm Hermione. With a wand, yeah. with a wand, you're like, ah, uh, I don't think it's gonna happen. But man i mean yeah it's a good scene and then dobby yeah. just is like the ace in the hole that can do anything and that's you know it's another one of those things where you're just like he's an angry what elf. are the house elves just so powerful like why are they a subservient freaking race well i don't think they they're... can really do like crazy spells and stuff i think they can kind of just like snap and do random things he seems to they do, can unscrew light bulb seems pictures to do pretty freaking well with this whole situation. He does. I don't know. It just, he needed a last hurrah. David. Why are you making fun of a dead elf? <laughs> <laughs> Guys like him are in short supply, you know? Um, but, oh. hey, but no, he's, I don't know. I love Dobby. And I think that that is a cool scene and all, but it just is another one of those moments where you're like, bye. Okay. I guess I'm just going along with this. This I'll is, just go with this. Yeah. Why wouldn't they get well, he more house elves to hurt, help us out all the they time? They stupefy Lucius twice too. Yeah. Lucius like boing, boing, boing. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So, but then I mean, then she throws the knife. She throws the, the knife and it goes in. Clearly, where's that oh. thing gonna dig in? Could have dug in anybody. Could have dug into Harry's head. Yeah, it could have hit anybody. Who knows? And Why did it hit Dobby? The smallest object in that whole. Well, actually, grip hook. <laughs> it just gets. <laughs> um, well, I mean, he is the you know least useful character, so he's the one that had to get killed. But well, he just saved all of them, so it seems pretty useful to me. Doesn't matter. He 
he's not useful for the rest of the story, so kill him off. All right, well. But okay. Dobby dies. Okay. And it's he does. quite a scene. It is actually pretty sad, and it's very strange. Yeah, it is. To, I was, it's just awkward. I was thinking of, about... Like, but you do get emotional. I was thinking about this. If you'd never seen Harry Potter, if you'd never seen Harry Potter, and somebody just... You flip the channel, and this scene is on... You'd be like, no, see, like, that's stupid. That I thought like that was stupid. Stupidest movie. I always said that that's stupid. That's why I don't watch it. And that looks ridiculous. <laughs> this, this kid crying. Oh, he's holding like a little, little rubber doll. <laughs> yeah, a little rubber doll. Because <laughs> he looks so weird when he dies. Yeah, without the context, it looks so like, strange. Like his dead face just looks so <laughs> silly. Oh, it looks like a little doll. It looks like a doll. Yeah, he does. The eyes just kind of go, Weep. A dead Dobby doll. Um, yeah. But yeah, so but it's an effective scene in the context of knowing all that has transpired. I like Daniel Radcliffe in that too. He's like, "Help me!" That good you know? line too. It's not good over line. the top. You almost expect him to pull a "Look at me!" like or something like that. But yeah, he, you know, it's more subtle and reserved. Like he's emotional. Help me! Yeah, like he doesn't know what Come to on, do. Come on, Hermione, he's, guys. This little and Hermione's <laughs> just like, "No, we don't have. I don't have the potions." Yeah. This little kid is dying in his arms. I mean, this little thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> what do I do? Elf. Elf. He's dying here. We, <laughs> what do I do? Do I have a wand? Little elf. Can I fix this probably really quickly? Yes. But am I? Guess not. Um, am I going to? I'll just let him go. No. Um, they, but that was a pretty good little speech he just gave. So I'll let him go. Yeah. Very good. They. And that's about it. Right. Take my body back. They yeah. Yeah, take my body back to my father. Uh, he dies. They bury him. And he says, I want to bury him the old way. Or like... The old-fashioned way. Not using... Without magic. Without magic. And it's like, everybody's kind of like, okay, yeah. Why? <laughs> uh, I'm tired and it'd be way easier if we just use magic. Some first response. What, we're not using magic. They're all, why? Why do we have to do that? We can all just... We can just do it real quick and then we can all sit around Let's just go grave. kick it in the cottage. Yeah. Come on, dude. We got work to do. <laughs> Throw him in the ocean. <laughs> Leave him. <laughs> Watch Some out. fisherman's like, oh, what is this thing? <laughs> this is disgusting. Discovered an alien. That would be horrifying to stumble across yeah. a dead Dobby, dead house. Because you would think it's an alien. You wouldn't know what it was. That would make news. Um, an unidentified creature is washed up on the shores of... Literally, creature. No. Um, oh, poor creature. His, his buddy died. And I remember I called, I called this next scene, though, uh, which I was pumped about because I knew they were splitting it into two movies. And that they're going to have. Uh, I told uh, our sister, Katie Backer, uh, as we were going in, I said, I guarantee that this thing ends with Dobby dying and then it's going to cut scenes to Voldemort taking the Elder Wand. And that'll be the end of the movie. And that's exactly flawless. how it ended. Exactly. Yeah. Which the Voldemort getting the Elder Wand is pretty sweet. Pretty cool. Yeah, it is. But he's not using it. Like he's not, it doesn't actually act like the Elder Wand for him. No. Surprising that he didn't notice. He just like. Malfoy. It's like the placebo effect where he just thinks he's wielding more powerful magic. Yeah, probably. So yeah, that's, and there you go. That's Deathly Hallows part one. Nailed it. Oh. So you got stuff prepared for this? We, we did it. I think so. Yeah. Okay. What do you want to do first? Want to just do favorite character? Uh, yes. I hold on. Let's say I, her. Well, I wanted to find the quote that I was going to use. Oh yeah, yeah. 
So, what's your, who's your favorite character? Excuse me. Let's say her on three. Is she yours? Yeah. One, One, two, two three. three. Hermione. Hermione Granger. <laughs> I didn't say the last name. You didn't say the last no, name. No, I think that, you know, I think that this is very much... This is her movie. Yeah, Hermione's it's great good. in this one, man. And She has a lot of time in it. Yeah, and they have enough know. time with her to really get her character fleshed out, and she doesn't yeah. necessarily... Um, I don't think I, I don't think that Emma Watson is an incredible actress by any means, but I think that she's good in this one, and I think that her character is awesome in this one. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. And I, I yeah. think that used correctly, Emma Watson could be good. She's always kind of been a bit of a over actor as far as facial expressions go. But um, I don't know if I agree with that. But well, you know, I, I mean, I apologize. I don't really. She's fine, Whatever. I guess. Um, but no, I thought we were friends. She's great in this movie. <laughs> Uh, she really this is. is this yeah. is a cool this is a cool Hermione performance and I think I agree they would have been completely screwed had it not been for without her, her. Yeah. yeah so they would have yeah yeah and there's like no Ginny in this good stuff yeah I mean good and she's not really in the next one that much either I don't think not too much yeah. oh you know what there is another scene that I forgot about there's a moment in the uh, in the train when Neville says to the oh, Death yeah. Eaters, because they show up looking for Harry, and he's like, hey, morons, he's not here, or whatever. And you're like, you know, it, they if you were that, exactly, if you're that <laughs> Death Eater, you're like, what are you talking to me that way for? You Maybe little, I'm not coming, yeah. I'm going to cruise you coming. now, you little prick. Yeah. <laughs> Just, okay, well, you're coming to the ministry. <laughs> Anybody else want to talk? <laughs> Anybody else want to speak out? We'll absolutely torture you. Crucio. We're Death Eaters. <laughs> like, we'll do whatever we want. I'm going to leave him torturing for a minute. Does anybody else want to stand up, call me a moron? <laughs> I didn't think so. Yeah. We're going to haul this kid off. So now let me say what I came to say before I was really interrupted. Uh, we're doing a survey <laughs> on... <laughs> How do you think the performance of Ministry of Magic has been uh, in the last 10 years compared to the last month? The last month. What do you think of the new Death Eater regime? Woo! Um, what's your favorite scene? Is it bad to say I don't know? I just don't even know. You don't even know? I thought so much about it before this. Like, I was going to say, I like when Harry and Voldemort's wands, they have that moment when they're flying. No. <sighs> Bring up another. Um... Oh, man. Sorry, I'm just trying to think of this movie. Quickly, boy. Quickly, boy. Um, I think I like Godric's Hollow. I think I like them no. standing next to the... Oh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I honestly... I, I don't really have one either. Uh, default has got to no. be Dobby's death. But that's that's what I was gonna say. But I'm just like I don't I'm not it, that into it. I, the, there's nothing in this movie that stands out to me as being my favorite. Maybe some scene. of the Bellatrix stuff. You know, a Ron coming back and killing the Horcrux could be, yeah, my favorite. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's my favorite line. Yeah. Oh well, go ahead. Say it's, your favorite line. It's his speech. Uh, we both we kind of don't care about favorite scene. Maybe Dobby. Maybe the. Uh, maybe Dobby. <laughs> maybe creature. I don't know. 
Um, no, my favorite, I mean, it's kind of my favorite scene because it's the one point in the movie that, I mean, there's a couple of them, but that I actually really feel something. Because like we said earlier, they never really identify what's happening with Ron and Hermione. But the whole, throughout all of these movies, you're just like, just get together. It's like Ross and Rachel. It's like, come on, just get this going. Um, you're really into friends. But you bring Ross and Rachel up more than I would I expect. I think it's just one of my, my main examples for that Not that I pull. Jim and Pam. It's true. But Jim and Pam get together. You know, Ross and Rachel. It in takes a span like of three years. seasons. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, man, when Pam walks into the office, or when she's on the phone Great. with her mom, it's and Jim walks in and just kisses her. No, the first time around Casino Night. That episode. Oh yeah, you do love that. Oh yeah. Gosh. No, I, I mean um, me too. I'm crying right I'm now. I'm in love with you. When he says that, it's just like oof. I'm in love with you. Yeah. Oh gosh, Jim. Um. Anyway, and he starts crying a little bit. <clears throat> it's well acted it's a well acted scene it's really good can i say my line um so ron michael scott says something comes back and uh, harry says this is a long one kind of oh well harry says how did you find us with this he takes out the deluminator it doesn't just turn lights off I don't know how it works, but Christmas morning I was sleeping oh, in this come little on. pub. You gotta do, do the accent, dude. Okay. With this, it doesn't just turn lights off. I don't know how it works, but Christmas morning I was sleeping in this little pub, keeping away from some snatchers, and I heard it. It? Harry said. A voice. Your voice, Hermione, coming out of it. And what exactly did I say? May I ask? It's Hermione. Sorry. My name. Just my name. Like a whisper. So I took it, clicked it, and this tiny ball of light appeared. And I knew. And sure enough, it floated towards me. The ball of light. Right through my chest. And straight through me. Right here. It touches his heart. And I knew it was going to take me where I needed to go. Hermione looked stunned. It's good. It's a good monologue. Nice job on the accent, it's, too. Thanks, David. Yeah. That was a lot. That's pressure. I threw it on you, but you got to do it, you know. Um, the Hermione I really botched. Well, I mean. And what exactly did it say, my lord? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the squire in front of the whole Where freaking town. Where have you been? All right. Everyone What's else yours, not buddy? seated on a cushion? No, it's, cushion. it's a good scene. Um, it says... Uh, I was going to try to do a joke line, but... Um, Accent, please. Yeah, yeah. But he says, What a beautiful place <laughs> to be with friends. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like, it's a great last line. It is it's good. So, I just didn't expect Dobby. So it's that was just left field. Dobby. This, he is yeah. so, it's so pathetic. Sweet. <laughs> you know, like, his whole life. All he wants is just anybody to care about him even a little bit. And he just loves and Harry dude, so he much. He loves Harry more than anything. Anything. And dude, before Dobby showed up, Harry probably hadn't thought of Dobby in like a year and a half. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's messed up. he hadn't even crossed his mind. It's messed up, Harry. No, but yeah. I mean, it's and just. And Dobby's only thinking of Harry. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, Dobby's going home. Like, I wonder so what Harry's So single-minded. I wonder what Harry's up to right now. I, just, I miss but him man, so much. It's just, and I hope he's well. It's, I, and so much good intentions. There's, like, no bad intention in him. I, I love just that sentiment, you know, of it's the end of this guy's life. 
And what, whereas it's kind of depressing that he cares so much about people that don't care about him that much. It's still such a beautiful moment that he was able to actually die for Harry to like get him to succeed. And he sees, and he dies in like this beautiful place, right? Yeah. He gets to see the ocean and this nice moment and he gets to be held by the person that he cares the most about. (laughs) (laughs) And then he just shares his last moment with the guy that he cares about most holding him. It's really, really nice. It's a, I know it is. It's a good scene, man. It's a good scene. And you know, at first glance, that can just be kind of a like, oh, you know, Dobby died. But oh, when, the house elf when is you dying. really think about what's going on in that stupid little house elf's it's mind, very touching. like it's very so touching. Very, it's yeah. You got me. You got me started going over here. I know. And for the well, record, the he's Pam legitimately kind of got me going. Then the Ron and stuff. I am. Yeah. Yeah. Hope you're okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be fine as long as the Blazers win tonight. Okay. Yeah, no um, hey, that starts in like a half hour. Sounds good. Cool. Go Blazers. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's, yeah, there you go. That's, that's part one. We're going to do part two coming up in about a week here. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited yeah. to a talk about that one. And then it's but done. B, be done with Harry Potter. And then it's done. <laughs> then we did it. We can look back at this for the rest of our life and say, and go, we talked about those movies. And you can honestly say, wow, talking about Harry Potter was a little bit more difficult than I would have expected. It is. Yeah. But Happy we did it. You know, it's still one of my favorite things. Magical time. Magical time. There you go. Cool. Oh, um, where would you put Jack Black? Oh, no, no, sorry. Um, would, I mean... One of the Snatchers. Where, who, you know, would you rather watch this movie or School of Rock? School of I Rock, mean, no easy. doubt, dude. Not even... Yeah. Uh, it's like you don't even... We almost skipped over it. I almost forgot because it, it doesn't matter. matter. Like, we both doesn't know matter. that we'd rather watch School of Rock than this movie. Any day. Um, Any day. I could see Jack Black maybe as the uh, replacement um, minister. Yeah, I could see him there, too. I could see him just as, like, a random snatcher. I could see him as... With the same yeah, hair and stuff the as minister. the guy that we don't like. <laughs> Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm picturing him in that same wardrobe. Yeah, that would be good. That would be really good. I actually kind of just picture him wandering around just like Ned Schneebly because it still kind of, it kind of works. You know what I mean? It kind of does. The outfit kind of works. Like the a bow tie? Bit. Don't you be talking about my bow tie. Oh, God. Lawrence. It's a good movie. No. Fancy Pants. <laughs> good movie. It's great. Yeah. I love School of Rock. It's way better than this movie, so. Way better. <laughs> Leagues better than this film. A lot better. Well, there you go. That's, yeah, Harry Potter. Two moving on to the next one better. fairly soon. Uh-huh. Things are getting bad and they're not getting much better. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, cool. Um, thanks a lot for listening, everybody, this week. This was a, a fun conversation there, Professor. Yeah, it was a difficult one to um, get through. Difficult one to get through, but we made it. Um, thank you so much to, to all of our listeners. We've been, yeah, we've been doing well now. Uh, posting on Instagram a little bit more. Uh, if I can just ask one thing, if you guys enjoy the podcast and you enjoy listening, uh, please leave us a review on iTunes or on SoundCloud or send us an email or anything. Just, you know, let us know what you're thinking. Um, stuff like that really makes us happy. And when we get messages like that or reviews like that, uh, you know, kind of just makes our day. So, um, you know, keep listening. Please share to your friends, professor Jones podcast on Instagram, professor Jones, 
pretty much everywhere else. Um, Spotify, iTunes, all that good stuff. So, uh, please continue to, uh, to listen if you're enjoying and, and, uh, and pass us around. We'll be back next week. Thanks a lot for listening until next time we live in our lives a quarter mile at a time. Dolby is a free elf. Professor Jones and the Diggs. Professor Jones and the Diggs. Professor Jones and the Diggs. <laughs> <laughs>